0: Welcome back to Pragmatic Query. It's episode
1: four. I'm Cameron. This is Lakari. And with us, we have the um ever so favorable Dylan Pontiff, the also known as the incomparable Santana Pilar Andrews. Insert loud applause here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: God, you guys. I'm so excited to
1: be on y'all podcast. I'm so proud of you guys for doing this.
0: It's it was a passion project we've been trying to do.
1: Everyone always said that we have really great faces for radio, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we (laughs) (laughs) so we finally did it. Yes,
0: we put our voices on the internet. Mom, don't sue us.
1: And
2: I happen to be extremely painted, but I didn't realize there wasn't going to be a camera here, so I did my makeup for nothing.
1: (laughs) Baby, she is painted for the back row. The bathroom. The, the bathhouse. Bath <laughs> <laughs> Happy Pride. That Happy, pride. <laughs> Happy Pride. Yeah. Make sure you all go to your local bathhouses. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> tip whoever you service.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is already a shit show.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we wanted
0: to continue just talking about, you know, Pride, gay, whatever related things for Pride Month. Um, so we, we had our, our good gal over, um, We recently just saw a good movie though, uh, Brightburn all together. Yes. Did did. everyone like it?
1: I, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I kind of like the Superman elements in it. It Mm -hmm. was very scary, but, uh, yeah, that jaw scene. Oh, that was rough. Oh my God. It was so rough.
0: Jaw off.
1: J- com- completely off i think
2: i don't know i'm one of those people i you know i love scare movies we go see lots of scare movies together me and lakari so cameron you got to experience that i'm the type of person is i love when weird shit happens i love it look y'all all sitting there and y'all turning away i'm just like ooh, this is so interesting <laughs> this is fascinating why'd y'all pick up that boy leave him in the woods yeah yeah. everyone this is this is a forewarning if you find
1: a baby in the woods leave it there <laughs> bye bye Not baby. bring it home <laughs> there was only one black person in the movie and you- <laughs> He died at the end. He made it all the way to the end. He made it all the way
0: to the end. Wasn't the first that died. That that was the, the... Oh, well... I'm not yeah. going
1: to give away. Yeah, no, let's not ruin the yeah. whole thing. But Whoops. a lot of white
2: people died before he
1: died. <laughs> yeah. a, lot, a lot of white people were harmed in the making of that movie. Uh, but no, I really did like the Superman elements, and you know, it was actually produced by James Gunn. Yeah, who, is that? who um, he did Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, sick One, thing.
0: two, oh, okay. and back on for three. Yeah.
1: <laughs> After Disney fired him, but then they're like, "Hey, I think we're going to rehire you." Well, the,
0: the st- well, Kevin Feige was like, "We never technically fired him." <laughs> mm. They
1: fired. They fired. Right,
0: that man <laughs> but that I, I had a fun time it was fun because like you i was i was like it was good to see you as an audience member and mm-hmm. like i'm ah, doing all that and having fun with something cuz usually we're all on the other side of watching you. me you,
2: do yeah. shit <laughs> No, I consider myself one of the best people to have in an audience because being a performer, I know what it's like being on the end. I'm new. in a movie and they don't give a fuck. The actors are not there to (laughs) see me scream and holler for them. But I even think on live shows, like I, I am the, the audience member that I wish to see in the audience whenever I'm on stage. So it's always a super important thing that I always make sure to give a great audience value to any show that I go to.
0: Do you remember when we were both in college, I actually interviewed you about drag?
2: I feel like UL She doesn't love me enough. No, 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 (laughs) no, let's not go there. Okay, I don't remember. But let me tell you this, do you not, you don't understand that UL needs to put me on some kind of like list and I need to get a paycheck because I swear every semester, no matter what, fall, spring, whatever, I have at least four kids- And I say kids because I'm old now. Mm. Kids come to me and interview me about drag, drag queen story time, (laughs) um, living my life, slaying every day.
1: But only as a drag queen
2: fuck off
0: (laughs) so you have to be in drag for the interviews
2: hell no because that involves the booking fee but I'm always so down to do any of them like anytime I get a message from a UL student that wants to do some kind of interview that involves like the queer community drag community drag queen story time any of that stuff I'm so down to do it because I feel like you I'd rather you get it from a source that is going to take it seriously
0: Mm -hmm. so what
2: did our interview entail because I forgot
0: I mean it was for a marketing class and we were trying to market drag high heels like oh my god yes yes okay i remember this
2: now i remember this now did y'all sell them i mean i didn't buy any of them so obviously y'all shit oh my god yeah UL. if anyone at ul is listening ull if you're listening please put me on um this master list where i'm gonna make some money thank you because i literally have been giving your children a's at, at this point, you should just stuff.
0: teach queer studies or something like that. I
2: should put me on the roster. What is it called whenever you're a teacher? Like, when it's like, I'm, it's not called roster. It's like you're uh, faculty, like, faculty, F- yeah, faculty put, and I'm staff. Gonna, I'm going to be faculty and staff.
1: Hi, this is uh, Professor Santana Pilar Andrews. <laughs> she will Sweet. only be teaching drag. That's it. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then I walk in, come on, class,
2: let's get sickening. <laughs> and then bust my knee in the first day of class.
1: Hey, Professors Professor Andrews, I think your knee's bleeding. Oh girl, it's fine, girl. You just put another pair of tights over it, mama. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh speaking of movies, I'm so excited for Dark Phoenix. Yes. Oh my god, yes. Are we all gonna be there tomorrow? No. She's she's mm. got she's she's booked mm. tomorrow, so she mm. won't be there. But we're gonna go see it next week. Um I was reading online today at work. A lot of people are like, X-Men Dark Phoenix has the, or Dark Phoenix has the worst reviews of all the whole X-Men series, and they're worse than Last Stand. Well, who's reviewed it? Like, Rotten Tomatoes, and, like, other people have seen it. Because, you know, it's, um, it's, uh, released on other parts of the world.
0: Well, that, and they have, like, um, screenings
1: for, uh. So, like, these are, like, critics. Correct. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so, I was a
2: girl. How they saw it, how didn't see.
1: Yeah, and they're like, it's uh, it's terrible. It's, no one should go see it. And I'm like, okay, but like, I could also be a person and form my own opinion and go see the movie myself.
0: Well, that and like last last week or whatever week, I was saying how I give movies pass fail, where pass means I enjoyed it.
2: That's it. At some level, you enjoyed it. Yeah, like,
0: even if it's, like, me as a kid, and then, like, oh, this is stupid shit, but I love it. Mm -hmm. Or, ooh, this is a scary movie, but I laughed a little bit. I loved it. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Giving a movie these grades, it's just, I don't like the, the... the, the culture grading, the grading around system. it, yeah, it makes everyone a little.
2: Well, me and Macario have, like talks about this so much. We see movies all the time together. We that's one of our things we do. We go watch them. We go watch movies, and we see all kinds of movies. And I say that people are such harsh critics these days of movies. Mm-hmm. Like people literally will sit there and analyze the most babyest fucking scene and the most littlest parts, and just all of a sudden just say the movie was horrible. Oh, it didn't do this. The actress didn't have this color hair. She didn't have this facial thing, and da 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 da. And I'm just like. Who cares? Did you enjoy? Did you eat your popcorn and sip on your drink? And did you not go to the bathroom because you didn't want to miss anything? Baby, you were fine. It was so good.
0: Yeah. No, because like, I feel like unless it's some very artsy concept that exposes itself to being highly critiqued, but these are like blockbuster movies that don't deserve like, Oh my God. Godzilla failed in these aspects. It's like, it's yeah. like a fucking Godzilla movie. Like, right. big monster.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things will be crushed. <laughs> yeah,
1: big monster. But yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna go see it. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm excited about it. I love the girl mm-hmm. who plays Jean Grey, Sophie Turner. Yeah, Game
0: of No, oh, I I think she really pulls the part off um, visually. I don't know what she's doing. You know, acting wise, I heard her acting was actually very good in this movie. She was
2: good in um yeah. the the first class. Was that what? or was it apocalypse? Apocalypse! Apocalypse! apocalypse. I thought yeah. she was fabulous. I thought she was a great Jean Grey.
0: It was short, so I don't have like a big opinion about it. But oh, right. no, I, I mean, mean she wasn't
2: like a huge part in it. This was that was more Mystique and mm-hmm. all them. Which I mean, I I never would have put Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique, but. I think that she did a good job.
1: She does a good job. She just kind of complains a lot. Like, I mean, there have been articles and reports where she's like um it like the blue stuff breaks her out and she's like kind of done with mystique and i'm like well girl if you're done with mystique be done with mystique yeah. you know who was a better mystique rebecca uh romnan or- uh, romaine. romaine was that How was that you? the one that was like the from first, the, yeah, the, the first yeah. one yeah. baby she was she was hot but naked uh, yeah. she was hot but naked she's like you can pay my naked but body, she's a very blue. sexy woman mm-hmm. well she's a,
0: she's an actual model so she, she didn't like sex
1: when mm-hmm. you look at her so they were like can we paint you blue naked? And she's like, "Oh my god, absolutely." But
0: I loved Rebecca Romaine's um uh portrayal of the character because like she was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm sexy. I'm a badass. I'm a little psycho. I wanna see- well,
2: I think that she represented the the very like dark side of Mystique, yes. whereas Jennifer Lawrence is trying to represent like the side that no one got to see. It's kind of like um Angelina Jolie as Maleficent. Mm-hmm. She's showing you the n- not necessarily so evil side. Yeah, the, what the
1: backstory behind it. Yeah. So, but well, we all like we all like a bad bitch as a gay guy. We always mm, fall in love with a bad mm, bitch first. Well, and I mean, mm. Mystique joined the X Men for a little while in the comics. And yeah. It's very short lived, but she was a part of the X Men for a little yeah.
0: while. And I, and I I, I, lo- I love uh what's her name um Jennifer Lawrence. But yeah, it, 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 I think her attitude towards portraying the character really put a sour taste in all of the fans.
1: The only thing I would have liked to see from Jennifer Lawrence is maybe portray like Mystique's actual like sexuality, how she you know. She, maybe she in love with everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or not in love, but like she seduces everybody. She don't care. <laughs> She'll fuck any yeah, girl, she's probably, woman. She, maybe she's pansexual.
2: You never know. Girl, L- little pride term right there. Would-
1: <laughs> she don't care. Mystique, however she could use you, you getting used, mm-hmm. used and abused. But yeah,
0: the I think I think the movies is going to be good. You know my gripe with X Men is yeah, I, I grew up watching these movies and cartoons and all that, yeah. reading the comics.
1: I don't even watch. I don't even rewatch X One, Two, and Three anymore because it's just mm-hmm. so bad. Oh, I like I like the second one. But, That's it. But like With the the, third the, one, the
0: like... continuity is out the window, so it's like you you can't it, it, nothing follows suit anymore. Yeah. So it's like. Uh...
2: It was like, well, because what was the movie they pretty much had to like, the movie that pretty much changed the franchise towards Apocalypse. the direct... Uh, no, 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 no. no, no. Uh, was, uh,
0: days of Future Past. Days, days of Future, Future past. past. Yeah, I remember Because they rewrote, ev-
2: like, they're the, like, the, the days. past. Yeah. He going back into the past and changed some, those events that he changed pretty much set them up for the movie's, like, genre that they're on now. Or right. Genre, series. I'm sorry. The little last two. Um, but
1: yeah, I mean, it'll get, be- it'll get rebooted by Disney and... I'm- well, and especially the
2: funny thing about X-Men that I think us as, especially gay men and like gay mm-hmm. people, we really, queer people, we relate to them because it's almost like they represent what we feel like to the the heterosexual world. Like right. it, we just don't have abilities, but we have something that sometimes people can look at us and see it. Sometimes people mm-hmm. can't look at us and see it. But we innately know that we're different and yeah. we're crucified for it. So I feel like that's why queer people
1: relate to the x-men series so much and it's the same thing with people of color i mean that's why stan lee and jack kirby created the x-men
0: yeah you had the for people
1: of color i mean uh, essentially professor x is martin luther king and magneto is malcolm x malcolm. i mean and they both have their two very different ways of how to get you know they how want to get they both quality. want yeah they the both want the same
2: goal
0: the same like, goal but by different handle it very different yeah ways. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. so but I actually did like a little report on comic books at one point in school and I praised the, the medium as being something that's not afraid to experiment and kind of take those next steps and being socially active and experimental. So like they were one of the first, um, I guess, like kid material to introduce like drug problems because at that point in time parents were being like abusing drugs and kids were having to deal with their parents and that Mm -hmm. and stan lee fought because at this time they had very strict um censorship
1: yeah what they could put in comics and not
0: yeah um and so uh, stan lee fought to have like i think it was a spider uh like a spider-man comic where um harry
1: was it harry i don't
0: know someone was abusing drugs and they were like i
1: think it was harry Harry osborne i think he was um Maybe it was heroin. I, I, it was something. I, either way, but they like he talks c- about rehab and his current. Like, oh he, yeah, he talks yeah, about going yeah. to rehab.
0: So they like they had discussions about tough subjects in comic books before it would hit mainstream like, like television, TV, and stuff. TV movie. Really, the first time mm-hmm. anyone
2: ever saw like drugs in teenagers and teenagers in television was say by the Bell with mm-hmm. the whole Jesse episode and her like overusing. I think it was like Adderall to stay up and. Study for a test. And yeah. like, that's why Say by the Bell is like one of those iconic TV shows because it was bringing in the social issues that teenagers were dealing with, but no one was brave enough to put it on TV. Right. I think the
1: first time I saw drugs was on Degrassi, but that's just because I like Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Was Degrassi before or after Say by the Bell? After. Oh, yeah. I but I didn't so. grow watching Say by the Bell. Oh, I.
0: <laughs> Last episode, y'all, y'all listen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> say by the Bell, Family Matters, like all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, those yeah. were like my bread and butter. Like that's what I got to watch at my grandma's house growing
1: mm-hmm. up. Well, and if you look at giant size X Men too, it's like uh, giant size X Men. Giant size X Men number one was Stanley's first like team of minorities. You have mm-hmm. Thunderbird who is Native American, mm-hmm. Banshee who is Irish, Wolverine who's Canadian, Sunfire who's Japanese, uh, Nightcrawler who is from Germany. And this and was at the time where, like,
0: like, everyone from those countries kind of had a stigma in American culture. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it, like, all
1: Germans are Nazis. Yeah. All Japanese people don't do nothing but you know cook rice and farm and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Like Native Americans, uh, we don't like them.
0: F right. Them. So, so yeah, no, I think comic books have taken like these large leaps in social commentary,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I think yeah, no, the X Men's a big one because it it's the minorities. You know, and they give a like a nice strong voice for people who couldn't quite
1: see and that in any time. they kind of continue to do it. I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, with introducing more, uh, let's see, what's the proper term? I guess Middle Eastern superheroes, like mm-hmm. Zora, mm-hmm. Dust. I love Dust. Oh, yeah. Just turn into sand. Just bloop. With her hijab. You don't ever see out of her hijab.
0: They faked me out on Age of uh, Apocalypse, the movie because oh. it was Moira but I thought it was Dust in that opening Damn. scene I was like I can't believe they did that, that I
1: love that Moira. And then you know Northstar being the first openly mm. gay superhero
0: Yeah they have so many gay uh superheroes now mm. uh the Iceman was Redcon to be gay
1: <sighs> um Bobby I, I, they did it good enough Yeah and Jean Grey added him but that's fine right. Jean Grey was like hey mm. Bobby you're gay and he was like uh
2: like, pretty much just, like, she read his mind and just said, so when you can tell someone so that you think he's cute? Yeah. That's I the- think, like, verbatim. that was kind, of, that yeah, was, yeah. Was yeah. kind of like
1: that, yeah. <laughs> I remember reading the issue and I was like, what the hell? That literally <laughs> just,
2: like, explains my coming out story, like, straight up. Like, my best <clears throat> girlfriend pretty much is, like, being like, oh, by the way, everyone, Dylan's gay. But it was just, like, everyone was, like,
1: shocker. <laughs> yeah, that's what Jean Grey did. Nobody was her.
2: shocked, honey. Mm-hmm. We all knew. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. They always know. They always do now. What she said, it's the way you move your hip.
2: It's the way you walk. When It's the way it is. No. It's the way you walk and if you're wearing them goddamn puka shells, bitch. (laughs) The puka (laughs) shell. That was literally the calling card for being a fag back then. Like you can tell your sister queers <laughs> if they're wearing them damn puka shells, and it didn't matter your race because I know black boys wore them too, and especially they were wearing them in the dreads too. So you oh bitch, if you God. saw the puka shells in the dreads, bitch, gay, no. gay. <laughs> Alright, was it the? Uh, is it the alligator tooth? Is it that? T- what was that? Or is it the shark <gasps> teeth? Oh my god. Oh yeah yeah.
0: Anything that was like beachy, because that's beachy. when like everyone had a fake tan, fake blonde hair, and like Oh yeah,
2: hairless. I remember I remember how everyone was so obsessed with being tan whenever I was in like grade school and I was like, what the I was pale and rocking it.
1: <laughs> I've
2: always been tan. Well, that has to do with the fact that you are girl, you got the ghost. Okay. Did you pick up the kid from the forest like I told you to leave him there? <laughs> girl, I got the ghost. Girl, if we get bright burn. I'm not playing this game. Uh-huh. You're gonna be the one with the jaw ripped off. I'll take the line, the, the glass in the eye. Oops, sorry, written that for y'all. Ooh.
1: Pause now and then come back to the podcast after you watch Bright Pause Brighton. now, go watch Bright Bright and then come back. Yeah. And then you can say, ooh, Santana, that was a good joke.
2: <laughs> and then now they have drag in comic books now with
1: Shade in X and X-Men, Right. Yes. Oh, my God. You haven't... Have you... I'm
0: ooh. not caught up. No.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, so Shade is a drag queen who they had like an, uh, a mutant festival In the Iceman comic and a mutant pride festival. So it was like just mutants, like hanging out, being mutants, and they introduced Shade, and uh, Shade is a queen. What she do? Oh, she, like, the
2: Yeah, she has, like, a pop fan that literally, like, can, like, teleport her.
1: She <laughs> teleports through the dark- It's, like,
2: it's, like, raven mixed
1: with she, uh, teleportation. Uh, yeah, she, tr- she, she like- uh, transfers through the dark dimension, like, dagger. <gasps> I mean, cloak. I'm sorry, cloak. Okay, okay. Oh, that's so good, though. That's cool. With no, the I, fan. Never made, I never made the connection to yeah. cloak. They're the, the same The same dimension, same dark dimension. Hmm. And then
2: um they I think the creator said that he based the character off of Shea Koolet from Drag Race. Shea Koolet and some other uh he, did they, Miller. Like, Do they kind of look like nah. I don't I don't find he, he drew them to look like anyone specific. She is she's a black queen. She's okay. Uh, she's black queen, green hair, um, Ooh. black and yellow green thing. Hair. It's really cute. Um super tall. Which, mm-hmm. it's so funny to me that he based it off of these queens, but there actually is a black queen of color that's a big cosplayer that's in the Drag Race fandom, which is Dax exclamation point, and mm-hmm. she's actually cosplayed as Shade, and I found looked a lot like her. Hmm. And then um Nina Bonita Brown also cosplayed as Shade, mm-hmm. and I feel like she, she always does a good job Damn. with her characters, though. I love Nina. Yeah. Nina does some cool stuff. She does a lot of cosplay, too, which I like. And I've dabbled in the cosplay stuff with my drag, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I've done Dark Phoenix, Wonder Woman, Poison Ivy, Catwoman. Emma Frost. Emma Frost, Harley Quinn. Um, We're and still I'm waiting still... on She-Hulk. Yeah, not to be that person. <laughs> you, but... want, you want She-Hulk. And you see, I work. I want to work on Domino. I love Domino. Well,
0: if you're painting yourself, we might as well throw a little green in there might as well. Might as well throw a little
2: green in there. <laughs> like, and I, I painted myself green, too, because I've done Alphaba from Wicked.
0: So you already have the paint, but bitch, I don't <laughs> have the muscles. Oh, uh, you could do it before she got all bulky. Yeah, uh-huh. Wait,
2: there's a before.
1: There's a before. Uh, yeah, she's not always before like, protein. Su- she's not always super
0: hooked up. Yeah, she looks like more like a like a '90s jazzercise with a, like the fucking spandex and like you know.
2: I should do like yoga by uh, Janelle Monae oh, and she's just old. as she hulking like baby, Bendova, over, hey, this green pussy, a hey, a. Hey. Oh my god. <laughs> That's, can we that, say pussy on this podcast? Can, wait, are we are we censored? Can I not? <laughs> no. I was say y'all got the
1: wrongest. <laughs> Go I ahead. Curse so freaking much. Yeah, that's the first appearance of she hooked. That's what she looked like. Yeah, but that's still bulky though. <laughs> that's girl! A bitch.
2: Look, you can contour that. Hold
1: on, let me. That's what she looked like now, girl. Yeah, exactly. Y'all trying to get
2: y'all? They're promoting steroids on this podcast, <laughs> everyone. They're trying to get me roided up,
1: girl. That
2: would be a look. That would be a look. Oh. I'd be milk. Would you, would you be disqualified
0: in the competition?
2: Um, like, I don't think that they have anything in pageants against steroids. It's mostly again, like, certain pageantry doesn't allow you, certain systems, well, just Miss Gay America doesn't allow you to use hormones. Okay. Um, Every other system allows um hormone and trans women to compete. Only Miss Gay America only allows men that do female impersonation. Right, right.
0: I guess let's transition more into, like, pride. Mm-hmm. Pride, or, like, drag questions, or, like. Stuff like that. Well, what are
2: some questions that people have since, y'all?
0: Oh, I have a pretty good one.
2: All right, what's a good one? Look
0: at me not being prepared. Um...
2: They both pull out their phones. Everyone, they are not prepared for their own <laughs> podcast. I'm just kidding,
0: now. Okay, so this is a question for you. Um, oh, okay,
2: if it asks me to spell anything, I'm punching you in the throat. I am so sick of being asked to spell everything that I say. I am fucking 27 years old, and I don't have to validate my spelling ability to no fucking body. Suck a big one. Ooh.
1: Girl. So okay,
2: let me find another question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was that really the question? Bitch, <laughs> let me drink my Pepsi. Hold on. <laughs>
0: okay, so I have one question. Um, this is a quote. I recently watched a video on Facebook about cisgendered females doing drag, mm-hmm. not as a drag queen, so just traditional drag, uh, like um, so a cis woman uh-huh. doing female drag. Yes. So. In the video, she said she faced a lot of backlash and had uh, actively, and had to actively beg venues to let her perform.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What is your opinion on this? Or do you believe that drag is strictly for gay men or transgendered females?
2: Um, that's a really great question. So whoever mm-hmm. said that, that's really awesome. It's actually something very current going on within I feel the drag entertainment community. And me personally, as someone that is a show director, I do book girls and um, entertainers to perform at bolts barn patio little plug right there here in Lafayette. And we don't discriminate against any type of drag entertainer um if you have the quality of entertainment and the love of drag and artistry we want to have you on our show and we give you a venue and an audience to be able to perform to Um, my personal opinion is that i think that drag is for everyone i think anybody can do drag i just think that the ultimate quality that you need to have as a drag entertainer is that main word entertainment you need to be Mm -hmm. entertaining you need to be at the end of the day the drag entertainment business is a business there's a word business in there and ultimately I need to know that you're going to pull a crowd into my bar and the crowd that I'm going to have in my bar that you're going to entertain them and you're not going to make them be you're not going to be the pee break you're not going to be the smoke break you're going to keep my audience attentive so whenever my castmates go on next after you there's an audience to perform too so I think that sadly um cisgender women um, that are getting into drag, which there is a very valid and safe space for you to, to participate in drag, you are going to deal with a little bit of backlash and you are going to deal with not necessarily finding your place right away. But I hope that there are venues much like ours and people just like me, and I know that there are, where you're going to find your place to be able to perform. And I'm on cast with two, uh, we, I call them bio queens. I heard that they don't like to be called that. Um, in US of A drag terms, they call them divas. Um, it, it there's so many, there's still word, there's still wordplay on what they're called. Right. At the is, it, the day, is it,
0: is it new? Is that why there's, there's still and words. It's not that
2: necessarily that it's new. It's becoming more mainstream. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cause so there, I've seen
1: some where people call them fem queens. I,
2: I like, and you see, I like fem queens. I don't mind bio queens cause I feel like it explains the name in there that you are a biological woman who is don't, a drag queen. Yeah. Okay. And so I think that, they have a valid space, and I like to. And like I said, I was I'm on cast with two bio queens at Splash in Baton Rouge. Okay, um, Bria J. Andrews and Coco Valentine, and they are just as amazing and entertaining as any of the guys that participate in drag with us.
0: So what what is like? Uh, you said you have to be a performer. So like, if we break it down even more, like something fundamental to drag, it's performing would you say that it's a transformation?
2: Um, I think it's an elevated sense of um, a state of being where what's really cool about drag is that we're taking, we're not just dressing just like women. We're elevating on top of what it is to be a woman. We are taking the big hair, the makeup, the lashes, the shoes, the costumes. We're elevating it because if it was just about us looking passable as women... That's not necessarily the coolest thing to look at on a stage with all those lights. It's all that extra. And I feel like no, I know that there's all different forms of drag and not all forms of drag are necessarily that encompass, but when it comes to the drag entertainment business that is what gets people into these bars that is what gets these bars making money and that's ultimately why certain queens become more successful than others because they understand that complex of being in the drag entertainment business is that if your bar is not making money it doesn't matter how great you are because your venue will close and you will have nowhere to perform right so it's all about you know washing the hands of the people that are helping you and is it washing rubbing i don't really know what the, the fucking the term is
0: what have you rubbed recently lucari
2: what have i rubbed recently yeah my cat mm. he yeah. actually he did <laughs> <laughs> meow <laughs>
0: hairball <laughs> 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 Ooh, that pussy hair
2: yeah oh! <clears throat> i love a good pussy though <laughs> okay oh my god all right um i mean the word i mean you gotta like i you know how gay guys they get so like squeamish around the p word i'm just like girl it's a word it's a thing like girl you came out of that most of the design it doesn't bother me unless you're a bright burn unless you're bright burn correct baby
1: um you have (laughs) another question
2: um that was a really good one
1: that that's
0: the only question that i was sent um so no one likes you. I have I have some more questions about the different um LGBT and pride flags. Um and I guess this could be open for all of us to answer. Like Oh
2: yeah, we kinda like were t- like mentioning that before we got mm-hmm. started. Like
0: there are Let so many this- there oh, are so many lot. different flags now. Um
2: I've never seen the lesbian one before. I love that the it's, lesbian one is a battle axe. It's very like <laughs> look, sis, it's very like it's very like Wonder Woman. <laughs> Girl, that ain't Wonder Woman. Girl, that looks like off with their head. Yeah, that's like a Viking axe. Oh, polyamorous? Ooh, there's this. Color. That's not the colors I would have picked for that, but you know, neither here. Nor <laughs> yeah, that's that's my one big critique about all these flags. They're what's colors. a demisexual person?
1: I have no idea. Can we look that up? Is that a Hold Google on, moment? Look it up right now. That's
2: a Google moment.
1: Demisexual.
2: Demi is meaning like half lipstick lesbians have a flag so there's a lesbian flag a lipstick lesbian flag is there like a a stud
1: one (laughs) i don't think so okay a demisexual is a person who does not experience sexual attraction unless they form a strong emotional connection with someone it is more it's more commonly seen in but by no means confined to romantic relationships
0: You know what I did. That that kind of that kind of sounds
2: like asexuality to me. Or is that just about romance? Like it's about like non-romantic. Because I I guess maybe asexuality deals with actual physical sex.
0: I think I think demi what what is it? Demisexual. Demisexual. Yeah. I think that you don't develop sexual thoughts until there's a like more personal romance aspect to a relationship yeah
2: this is a lot of flags
1: yeah it it, it kind of threw me off i was like oh my god there's so many flags Mm -hmm. but i'm i can't even speak on all these flags two three four five six seven seven times four i can't even speak on all these flags because i need to do research yeah, like, there's,
2: there's a lot of there. I guess there's a lot of education to be out there because, girl, there's some of these
1: names that scully, are Scoli... scoli sexual. Is that what that looks? N- neutrosis. Now, I thought the, lip the romantic? I, I'm so I need to educate myself because I'm I'm so the straight ally flag is really cute. It's like the little black and white, but then it has like the V that's the rainbow. That's I know. cute. the black and white kind of just gives me yeah, that. it's making my
0: eyes cross. There's too many. Lines oh, it's on giving that. you,
1: um, what is it called? Uh, optical illusion. <laughs>
2: Uh, now, no, but I, I thought
0: like the standard gay flag. I thought each color represent most of these other ideas. Am I wrong in saying that?
2: I think the original Pride flag had to deal with like different encompasses. Like I know the green used to mean like nature. <laughs> oh and, yeah, no, and, you're yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I think they dealt with like different like aspects within the. I just feel honestly, and people can disagree with me. That I feel that, honestly, we should just... This all could be encompassed by one term, and I feel like mm-hmm. it's queer. Mm-hmm. I feel like saying queer people is a great umbrella term to encompass all of this. I feel like everyone deserves their chance to say what they are and feel proud in that and state it. But I think this... I think we're all fighting for visibility.
1: Yeah. And I think yeah. that that's
2: what that all boils down to, and we have lived in a, a world for at least... 100 years when not tv what's been around for at least 100 right
1: not almost oh, maybe a TV? little tv
2: yeah like television stuff like that so yeah let's like, go like, with the with a around a good old around century. that so like for a good more than half of that it's been very much the same type of people the mm-hmm. same let's just say white cisgendered people and now everyone is fighting for their visibility And I think that that's what this, this, these needs to have flags is the, the one to be seen and the one to be heard. And I think that, that there's something honorable in that and wanting to be seen and wanting that visibility. And that's not just in the queer community, that's in different races, that's in the black community. Mm -hmm. And Um, The Arabic community All different races All different cultures We're all looking to be visible We want to look on our TVs And relate to someone That's on the screen We want to listen to music And relate to the other person That's singing on the other line There's nothing wrong with Wanting to find connection Mm -mm. But I think the obsession With If you don't See this And if you're not Doing this You don't accept me And I think that That is where we're gonna meet. We're having the biggest issues right Right now Especially within our own Queer community we, we have these little qualms and quals with different aspects of our community, but I just think as long as we're all here and we all understand that we want to be seen, we're eventually going to get to a place where we can all be very happy.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, And I kind of feel like there is always a divide in the community. I feel like there's a divide in
2: every community, not oh, just the yeah. queer. No, it's
1: like black community, queer community, you know, yeah. any community. Um, and it kind of just becomes, I think it becomes more clear as the older you get, like the older I've gotten, Mm -hmm. it becomes very clear. Like I was very jaded to the whole, when I was a, a younger gay, I was jaded to the whole like, uh. Man, I thought everybody was just going to be gay and this is just how it's going to be. <laughs> but yeah, it's not. Did the I gay mean. community, like, not,
2: I'm, I'm going to say queer because I, I like, I really like to use that as an umbrella term. But mm-hmm. at the moment in time, whenever we were just really looking for other gay men because we wanted to find people we identified with and of course people to like rub boners with. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, boners with I thought you butts. only could do that with hot dogs from Sana. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, I haven't had a cone is in so queer long. The gay community what you expected it to be like was it what was your like vision of what you thought it was going to be like when you were going to start going out and, okay like, as an adult so, like, gay yeah like now when you were a younger gay and now being an adult gay what was the difference between your fantasy to what it actually is and is oof.
0: it better or worse i oof. i okay so like there's always going to be bad aspects to anything and absolutely we can't I thought there
1: would be more drugs Maybe I'm just, I'm friends with the wrong people. Ha <laughs> ha! They got <But> drugs. <laughs> there's drugs, I just don't do them. <laughs> That's called a circuit queen. <laughs>
2: i feel like we're not necessarily in one of the cities where it's easily accessible to right get right all of, of those course if we were in, the, in like
1: dallas chicago oh baby yeah. being in the drag out.
2: like starting i started out like literally in the drag scene coming out like i started doing drag at 19 and i was 18 so like really i only had like a year of just going out and meeting other gay people before i started getting into the drag scene and drugs are very was even more prevalent back then but they were still kind of prevalent because uh drag queens we stick around like we're like fossils like we we don't go nowhere like there's queens that were performing whenever i was in elementary school that still perform to this day there are queens that were born really? before i was born that are still part of the drag community today which i think is what's really cool and i think as drag queens we get a little bit more rich in culture because of that but like i remember like my first couple shows and there's girls like doing lines of coke right next to me and i mean they were polite enough to offer <laughs> sharing, like, like, is her, yeah, sharing is caring they're like hey do you want to do and I, I was so like anti-everything I mean now I've you know done marijuana every once in a while mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that but um hard drugs like that I just, it'll be legal here soon yeah, anyway, any, well we'll see and so uh That's yeah cool. so back to what's your fantasy so what did you think it was gonna be like like coming before like going out
1: Oh my God. I think I thought I was going to be like accepted by everyone that like I was going to be like, man, you know, I'm, I'm not the ugliest person in the world. So like, I'm going to be like having tons of sex all the time. Mm. Like, I'm just going to be like, yes, all the sex, all the dicks in my mouth, like, that for me though so i was like oh, my, <laughs> oh god. my god that was what you thought yes that's sickening um but yeah it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't i think like my that. my vision of
2: what it was gonna be like was um from queerest folk like the babylon mm. oh i didn't get to watch that you didn't get to watch it. well it was a lot of white people so i don't blame you for not seeing it um but yet again good that goes back to you know visibility within our communities um name. queer as folk was like my opening up to the gay community and seeing what it was like and honestly when i came out to my mom that was the first thing we did was like my mom brought me to blockbuster because blockbuster was still open and we we rented um episodes of queer as folk we rented um uh, party queen, or is it, it's,
1: oh, with, Mo- queen, uh,
2: monster, monster party, party um, monster.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. It's with, with that boy. Uh, Home Alone Boy. Yes, yes, yes. Macaulay yes. Culkin, Macaulay Culkin. It's on, it was on and Netflix Rent, for a long time.
2: And Rent, and i I'd never Rent, seen Rent yeah. before then either. And we watched all of those movies together after I came out to my mom and my mom, after we watched all of this stuff, my mom says, do you think that this is where, you're talking about like this is what it is to be gay and I mean there were drugs there -hmm. were drag queens there were cross dress, there was like so much things that I wasn't even ready to understand and I told my mom I was like though that's a lot I think that's what I am and my mom said okay cool and that's
0: okay. yeah, I wanted to know, was she asking you that like in fear of or like No and my just mom curiosity? sat my mom
2: sat and watched all of those movies with me. Like mm. sat and watched everything with me. And now when I got to the sex scenes as Queer Soaks, it did get a little awkward because like I'm like trying to cover a boner. But um yeah because the sex scenes in Queer Soak, if you don't remember, like they, they were hot. Steamy baby. I thought going to the gay club, I was gonna meet my Brian. Baby. I was going to be my Brian, and I was going to get... And, was gonna oh, make, and then also the, the the thing of, like, oh, I'm going to be a bottom. Like, <laughs> <yes>! <laughs> I I was so sure that I was the bottom because I was more feminine and everything like that. No. And then I just never assumed that being a bottom involved so much.
1: <laughs> Girl, you, yeah, you just wanted her to put it in. That's it. And no. that's it. I mean, Ooh. they made it look so easy. No prep work. Just put no, it no, in. But there are some
2: people out there that are just like, ready to go and i'm like and i appreciate those people i feel like we should have a pride just for the bottoms the, of the world the ready to go bottoms i think there should be a flag for bottoms because <laughs> they deserve a pride it's just a circle okay, and like, it's
0: kind of pink
2: and it's kind of kind of pink <laughs> it's like a off pink
1: okay I'm but so those dying. people those people probably still prep y'all just don't get to see the prep
2: no, and I think I think that the, it's not about. I think that yeah. we're on a different point. <laughs> oh, saying, like, yeah, the y'all. Probably. Do, the people that do like consistently prep so they could be ready. I think that that I, I appreciate yeah. you. You are the people that I think deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. Doing God's work. Doing God's work. I don't have enough to time take all the, of these. I don't eggs. have enough time in the day to do that. Well, that's why we are not no bottoms, sis. Not no bottoms. We're not bottoms. Too
0: many beans.
2: You, <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Ah! i am too busy stoning costumes to do so <laughs> sorry sis i'll take a break in my stoning to like s- drill you but i am not worrying about for the water to run clear i am not oh, concerned with God. that Baby, it's here if the water runs clear. Just, if
0: we ever had an anthem, I feel like that should be one of the lyrics in in our anthem. Make like our water lot. run clear.
1: Yeah. I also just did the- Sea to Shining Sea. Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> From sh- Sea to Shining Sea. And then the flush sound happens right after. <laughs> <that. No. laughs> Baby, I
2: didn't
1: realize there was going to be a whole divide between masculinity and femininity. I hate oh, that. Yeah. Oh my god!
2: I thought everyone was going to be feminine.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I did assume <laughs> everyone. Everyone's feminine, bitch. Everyone's feminine. <laughs> we all talk like. I mean, I hate it Like, but I will say, <laughs>
2: my vision and what it actually is, I enjoy what it actually is a lot more than my vision. It's mm. it's real. Yeah. It's it's real. I would have never. I think as a young gay man I was still very uneducated on so much about transgendered about what it means oh to be a God. drag about queen.
0: everything We're about in everything South, y'all.
2: about um diversity and race um being an ally to people of color being an ally to transgender people I think I've become I would like to believe that I've become all those things and that's because I have people in my life that represent those people and I want to be the best ally that I can for them my ultimate thing that I've always tell everyone that I meet my main goal in life is to become an ally for every minority group that I'm not a part of and that's to be educated enough and um sensitive and empathetic enough to be able to be someone for you that may not be part of your minority or your community but I can still be someone you can relate to and be there with and I think that should be as people that should be all of our goals. To be allies to every minority group we're not a part of. And just be understanding. Yeah.
0: A little bit more empathetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all the
1: world needs, baby. Empathy goes a long way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Last episode, so tune in for that one as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Y'all have a whole episode about empathy?
0: Well, we touch on it uh, talking about coming out and all of oh, that. Oh, stunning.
1: Yeah, you know Yeah, when it's I, very important. I use my mom's. Motorola razor to Twisted newts to my long distance boyfriend. So if we what color was it? Pink, baby. Baby, the pink razor. Pink. So if we had I any... had
2: that phone. Right. I had that phone. Everyone had it. that phone. I think. I had baby, a... and I felt sickening. Like you her... couldn't tell me nothing. I had a black flip phone. Baby, <laughs> I missed a flip phone. <laughs> I missed a, I with missed... the sass that came I missed, with yes. it. Yes, people like <laughs> baby. A, you flip slap phone, that phone. A, a flip phone hang up is, You You ain't never felt it These kids these days don't even know what it means to hang up on a bitch With a <laughs> flip phone
1: <laughs> I,
2: mm. Ooh. Are you ripping up all of your hopes and dreams right yes. now <laughs> I
1: just I just want to say my little last bit you have a little last just bit. Just a little last bit. Mm, okay. okay, I know the tone of your voice.
2: You're about to read somebody. Go ahead.
1: No, I'm not going to read anybody. Uh-huh. I just she, she tore up the book. How can she read Okay, okay, okay. So, like, I just don't understand. I don't like when people say that they're in support of something, but they always haven't been in support of it. And it's very obvious that they haven't been in support of it. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't like when people support something when it's convenient for them.
0: So someone who, okay, so like right now what's going on on social media, you see that little meme meme for the little kids. Um, <laughs> how th- it's like something like, Hey, it's Mr. Krabs. And they're like, Hey, why did you change your uh, logo to the rainbow flag? And it's like money. So you're talking about people who suddenly get on board, like, uh, what you call it? Like get onto the bandwagon. Oh, I've seen,
2: and it, I've seen the memes of like corporations and gay people. And it's like them shoving like. Things in their face yes. because they're using it's the like they're, they're using, they're using the rainbow pride pretty
1: much. to like make money, and yeah. it's not even corporations; it's just people, like people and yeah. like people I'm friends with on Facebook in general. So
0: that one girl from high school who like was really religious, hated gay people, and all of a sudden has become the world's biggest fag hag. Yeah, and but I'm it's like, like very superficial.
2: But I guess, okay, so I'm going to be devil's advocate for you. Maybe not necessarily seeing that as them jumping on a bandwagon, but just maybe them growing up and it being something that they're wanting to show their support for.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and,
2: and allowing them to show that support. Because at the end of the day, you have to realize that they're doing it that publicly. They will get backlash for it. And if they're standing up to just say whatever, even if this is the first time they've ever changed their profile to a rainbow flag, at the end of the day, they're willing to do it publicly, especially in the South. Mm -hmm. And they're going to receive some kind of negative backlash. They may have a, you know, we all know how aunties and aunties and cousins work, bitch. You post something on that Facebook, baby, your mama done got the screenshots, the text message, (laughs) and you getting read at the next family function. Oh, so why you post that on Facebook? Yeah. (laughs) And guess what my answer is? Because I wanted to. 'Cause it's my Facebook. I am Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I pay my own bills. <laughs> I pay my
1: own bills. You don't? I think the I think I think honestly what just made me so upset is like I know someone is a hypocrite. So it's like if I see the hypocrisy, I wanna just be like, Girl, you a fucking hypocrite. Mm, 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 <laughs> but mm. I'm like oh. This. I can't do that it's only Wednesday I just bought comics today like you're in a good mood Yeah. I'm in yeah. a good mood it may be raining
2: outside but I feel great
1: right I don't want to be Ooh. like you're a hypocrite take the rainbow off of your Facebook Ooh. Ooh. But, yeah. but I'm not gonna do that I'm trying to be a better person mm-hmm. but
2: like I said maybe just taking a little bit of the thought process and just thinking that it is maybe personal growth and seeing it as that way you know it's sometimes it's better in life to look at the positive side of what it could be than actually believing in the realistic horribleness that it is. Yeah, so what I did,
1: what I did was I just unfollowed that person. That unfollow button is beautiful. Baby, oh. it's bank.
0: I love it's like getting a back massage to it me though I'm after.
2: one of those people that I don't really the un, the unfollow button is that medium ground I usually just go straight to block <laughs> <laughs> I'm really
1: like if I have I an do, issue I do i I'm like sis you have an issue with this person girl just unfollow them like it's like no girl, I'ma block them fuck that and I'm like oh my god okay. but <laughs> I, I have an issue of
2: like my fuse is literally like two centimeters long <laughs> and I have an issue with always wanting to be right mm. and it's something that I know it's something that I know that I'm a flawed person but but, but that's
0: so human. So it's not like you know exactly like you shit in public and smear it on people's cars. <laughs> wow. Or do do or do you <laughs>
2: or do I? Ooh. No, I Next definitely, week. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely need to. I actually utilized the unfollow button yesterday, and you would be so proud of me because I was just like, this person is not anyone I need to have issues with. It's not that I think that. They're evil. I don't know that I think that they're not a great person. I just don't necessarily want to see what they post anymore.
0: I do that. Yeah, I, I've been doing that a lot.
2: Or as much.
0: Mm-hmm. Baby, same. Mm-hmm. I just found out you can unfollow people on Instagram. Like, there's like their feed, but still follow them. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't thing. know that either. Yeah. But I
2: feel like the reason why that exists is because people don't want to like look and because it, it. You have to literally be a special kind of person. I have to go look to see. I wonder. Oh. Well, Someone I do know that does that. Uh I wonder if so-and-so's not my friend anymore on Facebook and then go search them and see if they unfriended you. Baby,
1: that's me. I do that. Ooh. <laughs> I got the app on Instagram. If you unfollow me, I will DM you and say, why did you unfollow me? What did I do? <laughs> and if we're friends on Facebook and you unfriend me and I catch it, you about to get called out.
2: Ooh, no one speakers Straight up. <laughs> no one speakers work anymore. This <laughs> happened three months ago with me and him. <laughs> <laughs> actually, he, he DM'd me. He actually knocked on my room door and said, Sis, why aren't we friends anymore? <laughs> Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> Do you want to come out and play? <laughs> How long you planted that seed? Uh, very long. Ooh.
0: So y'all, uh, y'all were just not friends on Facebook for the Oh no 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 no! no.
2: It was just it was just for a little moment because I knew he would oh. notice, mm. and then I added him right back. <laughs> I have not unblocked him from Grinder though. He he I like to know.
1: Over. I like to know where my friend is just to make sure she's safe. But we just sketch buddies, and we sent out the address.
0: Mm, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Look, iPhones. You can share
2: each other's location. Yeah, share each other's location. Like, if uh, I don't
1: come back in the morning, send yeah. the police this way. This uh, is where my body is. I don't need the FBI to know where I'm at. Just my friend.
2: J- just my friend. So we just say we send the sketch. We send Sketch Buddy, and we send an address.
1: Would y'all say y'all are friends? <laughs> <laughs> I, absolutely. <laughs> We're not we're not those types of friends but we are friends mm-hmm. okay we are friends yeah. we are the best of friends got lots of fake friends but this is not one in front of me girl no i got a lot of fans but you're my friend <laughs> sis you're my friend <laughs> lots of fake friends
2: girl how long have we been going
0: oh the uh we're hey for those listening if you're if you're wondering you're at 48 minutes right now congratulations
2: I know, y'all podcast be so fucking long.
1: Well <laughs> girl, I'm, I'm, joking, I'm, 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 I'm joking. Girl, I'm I done it. talking. We can end it.
0: How how do we Okay. Let's end it with um. Yeah, let's see. I think I got something for y'all.
1: Oh my god. I'm scared. Let's see. Are we about to get bright burnt?
0: Hmm. Does this not work? Let's see. What are you trying
2: to get it to do? Oh I better have to do this. My jaw's gonna get ripped off.
0: Mm-mm. It's not working. Let me copy and paste this.
2: Is this something you're trying to get oh, your Oh, wait, to say? look, yeah. Nope.
1: Okay, well, I'll just ask the question. So we have one question left for you. And the question is Wait for me? Yes. Oh, okay. Can you spell pragmatic?
2: Or namesake? I didn't. You know what? Didn't I say earlier in this podcast <laughs> That anybody asks me to spell anything, you're getting straight up punched in the throat? <laughs> I do not know how to spell your, your (laughs) title of your podcast, but I know how to say it. And that's all that matters.
0: So anyway, thanks y'all for listening today. (laughs)
2: Yes,
0: (laughs) Dylan, thank you for coming and do this for us.
2: Thank you. I'm so glad that y'all asked me to do it. I'm so proud of you guys. If you have not been paying attention, if this is your first episode and please go watch the first, go listen, watch. You can watch with, you can with, try, it, you yeah, can try right. to watch it. Um, go give it a listen. The, the first three episodes are great. I'm actually going to be on episode three. So I just need to listen to the episode before this one, but I love them. They're both so funny and make sure to share and subscribe. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye, y'all. Happy Pride Nexus Pride Connexus. <laughs> Me too.